Let's uh, parse through the details. We get uh, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, Tom Gorski, managing editor of Black Locks Reporter, because they do a lot of digging on the uh, headlines of the day. Hello there, sir. Hi, Alex. <sighs> so why is Alexander uh, Trudeau not testifying before a parliamentary committee looking into the Trudeau Foundation? And uh, I read what you guys came up with, and I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. I think because MPs assume he doesn't know anything. And I think that's a rational conclusion. I think they assume that he just shows up and and did what he was told. They do want to talk to directors of that uh, foundation, the Trudeau Foundation. And they've asked the Canada Revenue Agency to take a look at it. Now, as everyone knows, MPs don't direct auditors. Mm -hmm. But the question remains, this, let's be frank, this foundation's hanging by a thread now, Alex. The entire yeah. board of directors, chief executive officer and president resigned. You have a commons committee, all party, including the parliamentary secretary for the Minister of Revenue, voted for a CRA audit of the foundation. And you have uh, MPs saying, we would like some hearings to get directors down here to explain what's going on. So this is not the Salvation Army. This is something... <laughs> much more profound, more profound than the prime minister's brother. Yeah, uh, but nonetheless, it's interesting that they all say, fine, we won't make him testify in order to get some some answers. Having said that, I just there's so six degrees of separation all the way through this thing. Um, you know, because then, and, and correct me where I'm wrong, because I think today you've got the campaign uh, organizers of each different campaign. They're testifying today, correct? Uh, they st- starting with the Liberal Party, that's right. And then the Conservatives, yeah, Fred DeLore is coming after, yeah. Yeah, and so this is where you may- maybe we get some information on the fundraising as to buses being brought in, who got what, where were the issues, and so uh, hopefully that will yield some answers. But I, I don't see the parties wanting to share too much about the do- the-, the nomination process, so, uh, so uh, we'll see. Uh, and then you've got this story, meanwhile, uh, about MP Han Dong of Don Valley North in uh, court filings admitting to at least a dozen phone calls with communist Chinese diplomats, including Beijing's ambassador to Canada, and uh, Don called it a common practice for any MP. Now, we should note, as you well know, Tom, uh, he is suing Global News for $15 million. I am all about disclosure, so I say open the books and let us take a look. But uh, you say it's not so common a practice. Well, there are MPs who say that, that, that that's not the case. Oddly, this is included in his court filing in which he claims uh, Global News has libeled him and he wants $15 million in damages. And he says, look, I'm just an ordinary guy. But by the way, I had a dozen calls with Chinese diplomats. Now, some were about routine uh, visa matters. That's fine. Some involved uh, business with the uh, Canada-China Legislative Council. Uh, Mr. Dong was co-chair. That's fine. Dong says he was so aware of the sensitivities of that, that he would vet his uh, speaking points with the Department of Foreign Affairs. And then he says, oh, by the way, four of the 12 phone calls, I discussed the kidnapping of Canadian business consultants. And wait a wait a hold on. Mm-hmm. That's not a constituency matter. Was that vetted with the Department of Foreign Affairs? I find it a very strange statement of claim. I've seen a few. I -hmm. thought they were unusual admissions. And there are MPs, indeed, who say, yeah, no, I've never called the Chinese embassy or consul in Toronto a dozen times. That never came up. 
Stay tuned. That's all uh, I will say. Stay tuned. That's the story that will, I think, keep uh, giving. Meanwhile, uh, Treasury uh, Board, who, uh, you know, is uh, trying to get uh, this agreement with uh, PSAC, um, says it can't afford to stop hiring all those consultants, which is one of the key demands of the striking uh, Public Service Alliance. And uh, they've spent $21 billion farming out work that we pay this public service for. And apparently, if we don't keep doing that, we can't get the work done. Yeah, the, 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 uh, the world comes to an end. It says, <laughs> sure. Hey, what yeah, the? No, uh, I just want my passport, for Christ's sakes. Honestly, essential services, they say, will simply halt overnight if they cannot hire consultants and uh, third parties, to which the Public Service Alliance says, wait a minute, I thought that was our job. And indeed, the hiring of the Federal Public Service since the Liberals won in 2015 has gone up by one-third. That's a statistic from the Treasury Board. And the mm. opposition says, wait a minute, how, how can you hire more employees and then hire more consultants and say, we can't do without these billions spent on consultants without the world coming to an end as we know it? A special and unique kind of incompetence, said the leader of the opposition. And there was general <laughs> laughter through the House of Commons. Yes. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, that, and what that, I think that was one of the areas in uh, Christopher Freeland's budget where they were going to make cuts. We're going to save money by not uh, farming out $21 billion. <laughs> no, they <laughs> okay. cut nothing. There were no... <laughs> Whatever. They tried, Tom. They tried. Uh, but here's the big thing. Here's the big thing. And uh, I guess they, uh, they thought maybe the public service would not notice the $13 billion announcement to, uh, to get Volkswagen to sign a deal here. And I certainly hope Volkswagen by now has uh, corrected their emissions scandal stuff that 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 was a problem so many years ago. But we've been trying to get details on the fine print of this, and they have not been really in a rush to get them out. So um, until we see the fine print or the details, uh, yeah, I have questions about the money. It's almost unbelievable, isn't it? So we see today's Senate National Finance Committee. Uh, senators were told, look, at you're not getting the contracts. It's secret. Over in the House Industry Committee, MPs were told, okay, uh, you can see the contracts, but it's going to be in a closed room. You're going to have to surrender your, your cell phones. You can't take any notes. And the clerk is going to burn all the paper after you leave. Mm -hmm. You say, well, what is it, is it right? So this is, it's, it's like... You're scoring a heroin deal downtown. I mean, what is that? 13 estimates range 13.2 billion, 13.7 billion, plus 500 million from the province of Ontario. We're talking real money mm -hmm. for one battery factory in St. Thomas. God bless them. 3,000 jobs. It works out to millions per jobs. Alex, MPs have a lot of questions about this because as one senator put it today, this is going to affect your deficit. And the hocus pocus mm -hmm. math of the Minister of Industry says, don't worry about it. It's, it's a home run. You're going to get all your money back. No one's buying it. <laughs> yeah, well, no one's ever gotten their money back. That, that's why. And I was just reading uh, one of the Saskatchewan mineral, uh, I guess, companies that are doing exploration. They said it can't do it right now because they've... Uh, the demand has gone down and like we're, we're relying on these minerals. They keep saying like we're the destination for minerals to make all these batteries, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, they can't get it from the ring of fire unless they get some magical deal with the uh, indigenous groups up there. And apparently uh, Saskatchewan's not really uh, this one group is not digging right now. So I, I don't know where these minerals are coming and I don't think they're coming soon unless we've got some stash of them somewhere. Alex, I do not have a business degree, but I know this much. If you can make money building a battery factory in St. Thomas, you don't need $13 billion in corporate welfare. I'm just throwing that out. I know that's crazy talk. If they could make money doing it, then they would just do it. But they're not mm -hmm. going to do it if they don't get 13 
$18 billion in subsidies, which raises a lot of question marks for a lot of people. Nonetheless, uh, we'll, we'll stay tuned to this one. And maybe you'll get the information by Thursday. Thanks for maybe. chatting. Maybe. I like your positive outlook. I'm always positive, Tom. All right, that is Tom Gorski. Thank you very much, sir. He is the managing editor over at Black Locks Reporter, subscription-based, and they do deliver. So, yeah, uh, maybe we'll get some uh, information this week. Seems to be kind of a busy week as far as testimony and all things with the uh, Chinese interference, for sure.